0: Of sports moms have something to, to say. say. Yes, well, we do. do. We'll have a chance to interview across the board from athletes to the parents to the coaches to even the trainers. Yes.
1: And we're not afraid to share yes. it. We're yes. not afraid to tell other moms what we went through in order to raise up a student athlete. So I believe that it's inspirational. We're yes. able to tell our story,
0: the good and the bad. Yes. We
1: can. Give back positive information. Absolutely. You know, we can empower them.
0: Yeah, I think it's time for the mothers to be a voice. Yeah, that's it. It's time for us to, to let you know what's going on. Yes. hey what's Welcome. up everybody this is your girl hey. shannon from can we talk sports i know you can't see my face but that's all right i'm here with my host kowashika
1: hey this is karen you guys what's up
0: all right this is gonna be a great show i know y'all wondering like where is shannon so let me tell you something just real quick i am like stuck right now because my hip um <laughs> was it three years ago i was in a in a tornado situation and so trying to run from my car to wow. the store to take cover, um, I slipped. I didn't fall. I just, I slipped between the door and trying to get out and the water and the wind. Mm. And so ever since then, my back, my hip been hurting, girl, look, y'all been wanting to try to pull me. You ever had a toothache that's so excruciating. Right. You just want to pull oh, your yeah. face off.
1: Right. <laughs> can to it.
0: Right. I told my husband, I was like, let me just, just cut off my hip and my right <laughs> side of my butt and my hip. He's like, nah, baby, no, nah, we need that help. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. pain is no joke, man. But anyway, yeah. like, so well, I'm still good. I'm still making it happen.
1: Well, that's you know awesome.
0: We still making uh, it happen right here on Can We right. Talk Sports? Yes, sir. Right. Yeah, I know
1: that's right because you know my hair. I'm still oh. trying to do that self care with my hair. You Know, I had to go put something on it to slick it down so I could look presentable because you know, when you're in quarantine, you don't care how you look, you just get up and move <laughs> around and stuff. So, I had to figure out what to do.
0: I know that's right. Listen, y'all, I was gonna try to do the show, I really was. I was like, uh, they don't need to see me looking like this, making all kinds of faces if I move and my hip hurt and stuff. stuff. But look, I want to say something, Kawasaka. Thank you so much, I'm excited. So, my um, Neutral Burst came in yesterday and my team and, um, man, I could tell you what I, since yesterday and today I can tell a difference. (laughs) I can tell a difference. Yeah, I really can. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. And then you know what? I didn't realize so many people athletes, just people are on it. They just, and it's selling out. Went to the site and it was like out of or you know, it was out, but they're shipping more in, but right. People are, they got to take care of their health from the right. inside out. That's I'm That's big right. on that. I told my son, I was like, listen, to be an athlete, you got to take care of yourself from the inside out first. It does. I don't care how good you look on the outside, but if your insides is damaged mentally, spiritually, um, your outside is going to catch up.
1: Yeah. So
0: yeah, I'm I, I'm big on preaching that around this house. So take care of yourself from the inside out. That's Kay. right so anyway so let's move forward we got a great show we have some coaches some coaches on the show today shout Um, out to our coaches shout out to first of all shout out to mr scott michael scott for um um, joining with us pcp parents what is it oh let me look at it y'all
1: parents network
0: yes thank you for joining. i'm so excited he's coming along with us to do this interview and we got some some coaches. We have Coach Um Malone from hold on, I gotta get my flyer, y'all. I'm I'm kind of maneuvering around State
1: here. University. We
0: got uh, Coach uh Malone from KSU, we got Coach Jones from NSU, and we have Coach Smith from Lincoln. So listen, we got some heavy hitters on the show today. I'm yeah. super excited because I want to know what's getting ready to happen. After COVID nineteen, what's what's the recruiting gonna be like? So, if we can, can we bring our guests to the show? Yeah. Hey, Coach Malone and Coach Jones and Coach Smith. How How are you here?
2: Great to be here, ladies. Thank you.
0: Oh my gosh! Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, and Mr. Scott. How are you? Oh, he's, can you hear me? I think he's on mute. Okay, so well, let's move right along. Um, our show today, we're going to be talking I about sure can. You can hear us. That's great. Um, we're going to move along. Our show is about the um, pandemic college recruiting. Okay, so my son came downstairs. My son played, I'm in the NFL, and I went to OU. And he came downstairs today. He goes, um, man, there's talk that schools may, colleges may consider doing just even next year online courses. And he goes, if that happens, what will happen to sports? And I was like, there's no way they could do that. That just seems impossible to be able to do that. So I'm glad I have um, three college coaches here to clarify this conversation about um, fall. I mean, about next year's, um, this year's coming up sports. So, is that possible?
3: The uh, only so one. It is possible. Can you
0: hear but, us? Uh, yeah.
3: Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Go right,
2: ahead, Um, But, you know, when when you think about, um, you know, what's going on in our- in Can our... you
0: hear us? Yeah, Kawazaka, they can hear. We can hear them.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> she... And when you think about what's going on in our society. Oh,
1: okay. She, she you know, asked the question. To, uh, that's why I was asking, can I hear you?
2: You have to look past this, this thing, oh, that he's down, which is athletics, um, and uh, and make sure that we're doing the right thing for these young men, you know, and then the fans who will be in the stands. But I think, you know, the people who make those decisions, those decisions are doing everything they can to, to make sure that we do have sports, Um once this this virus is passed they're going to come a point where things will get better where the country will open up and uh and and we'll have sports so i believe that that it that it will uh but you you just got to do it in the right way
4: okay there's a lot of different scenarios that's out there um you know like coke said uh, everybody's trying to trying to you know have a a season this year starting with football and then transitioning to the rest of sports but, uh, you know, I see also different models about pushing back some season, you know, uh, maybe jumping into the conference play and all types of different scenarios. But I do think that everybody's trying to make a conscious effort of trying to have sports um, this year um, in some, you know, form of fashion.
0: Wow. Okay. So I'm I'm excited because I'm going to be co-hosting with Mr. Michael Scott. So we'll be tag teaming back and forth with questions and I have my list right here. So, Mr. Scott, we're, we're, um, I'm going to let you go ahead and take the lead, and then I'll just flow right with you.
5: Yes. Uh, good. Can you hear? All right. Uh, I appreciate that, and thank you for uh, making all this happen. Yes, I, I can hear you. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you good. It just seemed like it was behind. Can everyone yeah. hear
5: me? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, it, you know, one thing that I want to try to find out from the coaches and, and share with our listening audience uh, coaches, have you been given any type of guidelines or guidance from the NCAA on moving forward post uh, this pandemic? Um,
3: prior to the pandemic happening, uh, we had to, you know, Division Two all over, we had to stop uh, in our signings. So that was probably the first thing that happened as far as just recruiting by, you know, by cell phone, text calls and everything. And that opened up, I want to say, this past week. And uh, right now the guidelines are, you know, recruiting from home and kind of playing everything by ear with all these scenarios that's going
1: on.
2: I would agree. It's the same thing uh, for us on the FBS level is that you know i think the nca just wanted to kind of get get things in order to make sure that there was a structure uh for the coaches and now it's it's just uh do the best you can to recruit players uh you, you know there, there's no idea for for us in terms of got the timelines for kids being able to take official visits you know because there was a there was a new wave of kids taking official visits during the spring and taking official visits during the summertime. Well, we won't be able to do that because we don't have our own students on campus. So uh, I think the the players who are getting recruited understand that. And so you, you just have to find creative new ways to show them your campus without actually having them on your campus.
3: Okay,
0: so let me ask this question. For Coach Smith and Coach Malone. So,
5: so what? What are some of the things that a prospect can do now? Um, Something I preach to the prospect is always do your homework. Go ahead, Shannon.
0: Okay. So, what I think is happening is we're we're falling we're falling behind because I think it's getting to him late. So. Like what I'm going to do is I'm going to let him just ask the questions because I'm going to send him a message and let him ask the questions. But the only one that I do have right now is for the two football coaches. How for um, your spring league, because your spring league game was coming up, right? Yes, man. Okay. So how does that affect? Because spring league, you you were able to see, you know, who's going to be your starter possibly, um, you know, spring league. There's a lot that goes to spring league. So now what do you do? because of this situation, um, do you do they reschedule spring league or do you just have to just move on?
3: Um, my situation was a little different. Actually, this pandemic happened, I want to say, the first week of spring ball. So we had one practice and everything was shut down. So right now there's no talks about redoing the spring league and maybe adding on to fall camp um, here pretty soon, you know, depending on when things open up. But as far as spring league, it kind of, you know, didn't work in the favor of us coaches. You know, we have to get better. And uh, we play with a lot of freshmen this year, especially offensively. I had all freshman wide receivers, freshman line. So this is the time in the spring where you really get better. So, you know, now we took a step back and you got to take two steps forward once this is all clear. Okay, so what about you, Coach
1: Malone?
3: I would add that just like coach Smith said, you know, you,
2: you make a lot of plans in the spring to determine, especially when you have like young players who are going to be playing or you have heated competition at one position or another. Uh, well, you know, that it's a situation where we, it was out of our control. And so you, you're not going to be able to replay those days. And so, you know, what we've told our players here is that the only evaluation measure we have is, uh, you making sure you're taking care of your business academically. you making sure that you are uh, receiving the workouts that our strength staff sends you. And, and we send challenges out, physical challenges, and, and our players do physical challenges between the positions. And that's, that's really our spring right now, you know. And so in terms of the position battles, in terms of all those things that probably would have been settled in the spring, well, like Coach Smith said, At some point, we'll get back together. And and that's when, you know, a guy will have to make his presence known.
0: Okay. Now, um, Coach Roberts, March Madness was canceled because of all this, correct?
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, March Madness was canceled.
0: Okay, so now, how does that affect um, you for when it comes to basketball? Well, with us, I mean, um, they got
4: canceled the day we were supposed to play in the conference tournament. Uh, like about five hours before we were supposed to play, that's when everything got canceled. So, you know, it was just disappointing with everybody. Uh, you know, you work all season to try to play in the March Madness, you know. Um, especially in a smaller conference, you know, we don't get a lot of at-large bids, so you so your conference tournament is what you have to play to get into, the, you know, to the big dance. And that's everybody's dream. I mean, that's coaches' dreams, too, honestly. And, and a lot of plays mm-hmm. and coaches are made during March Madness time. So, um, you know, it was all disappointing doing that. and also. Well, just the whole March, uh, tournament getting canceled, you know, a lot of revenue to the school is gonna be lost as well. You know, there's a lot of a big, a huge T V deal. Um called units, every unit, you know, every game you play in the March Managers is a unit for your conference or school, and, and if you have multiple teams, multiple units and some of those bigger conferences are losing, you know, millions upon millions of dollars. So um, it had an impact on everything uh, first across the board. Okay. coach um,
0: Scott, can you hear us now? yes okay go ahead
5: yes am i on delay
0: yes sir you are somehow yes sir you are
5: okay i'm not sure exactly how that happened but uh, my question uh coaches and anybody can chime in and take this one um As far as GPAs are concerned, with uh, athletes not being able to finish out this year, is there going to be some type of waiver on the GPAs? Yes,
3: sir. Um, They push for, you know, finishing out classes online or giving the students a pass-fail option. Uh, Me personally, not a fan of pass-fail. It helps some students, but it hurts others as far as freezing the GPA and you get a P or F. So that's how we're carrying, you know, going about finishing the semester. And the hard part about it is we stopped so early. Now we've been having to track our kids at home, by phone, by text message, trying to check up on classes. So it's been pretty hard, you know, during this time trying to make sure everybody stays on top of their academics.
5: Now, we have our, our high-profile athletes or our blue chippers, and then we have you know, those that are yet to be signed. Is there something that those that haven't been signed yet can do to, you know, because normally you would have a bunch of unsigned showcases and uh, different events going on, spring events going on to get those kids some type of visibility and some type of exposure. So, what are some of the possible things that they can do now? Is video uh, something that you're using more of, or w- what's some of the things that they can do?
4: I think A lot of kids are sending video, you know, via email. Um, probably too many are sending video through email. Uh, you know, a lot of kids. I think also it will help if you know if you understand what level they put. They should play that as well too. I know everyone wants to play Division One people want to play high majors, but um, you know, if you're a five nine power forward, please don't send me email. You know, it's like, you know, they can't do anything for me, you know, but, um, you know, it's like, you know, a lot of kids are sending emails and we're trying to go through them diligently, but there are a ton of emails that my coaches and myself are getting per day. So, um, you know, that's an interesting thing too. I think a lot of times with this transfer portal that's happening, um, and JUCO kids, we you know, we can watch that on our video network, like Synergy, which is a video, you know, site that we can watch. So that, that helps us, but, um, you know, some of the high school kids, there's going to be some kids that's going to fall through the cracks here, you know, honestly. You know, you know, it's, it's always a good unsigned diamond in the rough that you might see at a camp in April for us or, or July recruiting that we're not going to see this year. So there's going to be some unsigned um, kids that could really play. Um, there's going to be some bad decisions made, too, on kids and coaches. You know, there's going to be some kids that's going to make some decisions to go to a school that they never saw, obviously, and, and there's going to be some coaches that are going to make some decisions on the kid that – They've only seen play on video. So it's gonna be some interesting stuff that's gonna be happening going forward.
2: I also I like to add, and that's exactly right, coaches, is that you know the kids who want to be recruited who are in these positions unsigned, it's gonna be it's gonna be rough on those guys because you can't have those showcases that we talked about. Um but it, you know, it it's it's this pandemic has put us in a in a terrible situation in terms of um, you know, kids. Like Coach said, kids making decisions, not even seeing the campuses. If you think about grad transfers, for for example, a kid, and I'm just gonna, uh, a kid left University X Y Z, and and he put himself in the portal that he was gonna leave University X Y Z, and he did it just before the shutdown. So now that kid, he's uh, he's out in the in the, in the abyss. Right. And he's never going to get an opportunity to to visit a university and uh, he's going to have to make a decision. Because when we come back, it's going to be time to start fall camp. When we come back, it's going to be time to jump into the fall. So so this kid never had an opportunity to do all this visiting. So so he put himself in the portal and he has to make a decision. honestly probably going to have to make a decision without even visiting the school that he goes to you know
5: wow that's 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 rough that's a tough pill to, to swallow and i can see how these uh young men and young ladies may be running around here with some form of anxiety you know with that being said has there been any modifications or extensions done to the recruiting calendar?
2: Not at this time. And, and the reason that, that I would that I would uh not think that there would be is because we're still in a we're still in a state, we're still in a place where we don't know. There are some kids out, out there who who uh who want to take official visits. And there are some other kids out there who are already, they're already uh, ready for this, this process to be over. They already know where they want to go. And, and, and so you have two sides. So I can, understand, I can understand where the NCAA is with not making any modifications at this point, but there's two sides of it in my mind.
3: One I will say that will affect this uh, recruiting class that we are on right now is waiving uh, the SAT and ACT uh, test. So we had a few guys um, that were set to take those tests in May and June, but now the pandemic happened, they can't take the test. They still have to meet the core GPA requirement, but now they did modify They don't have to take that ACT or SAT. And that, and that's going to help That's going to help
2: a, a lot of kids.
3: Mm-hmm, yep.
5: And, and I can see how that how that is uh gonna impact the, the bigger picture as far as your seasons coming up. Uh what type of contact can you have with the athletes at this point?
3: As far as recruits, just by phone, text message,
4: the call. A lot of FaceTime going on
3: right now. Yes. FaceTime, yes. I haven't FaceTime yet. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah, we we. It's been Facetime is the Facetime new Zoom. Zoom, right? Yeah.
5: <laughs> okay, okay. Now, something that that really um, caught my attention earlier on was, as I was thinking about this here season. And, and I know football, you're right around the corner. So this will be the time you start the group on, getting everybody situated, getting ready for uh, your practice, the start somewhere around, what, June, July time frame. Um, with that being said, and everything has been shuffled, how is this affecting the class of 2021? Uh, from my standpoint, it just gives me a
3: late start The 2021, not really finishing up this class that we have to deal with now as far as get, making sure the applications get in, making sure they're doing everything on their end because now nobody's on campus. Financial aid isn't on campus. You know, birth office isn't on campus. So, you know, it's kind of been a, a disconnect there from making sure the student takes care of everything they need to. So now I still might have to go out and recruit for this class and um like i said the the test being waived that definitely helps so now i don't have to have as many guys on my board as hopeful for if these other guys fall through uh your your question
2: was about the class of, of 2020 or 21
3: how does it affect 2021 class
2: okay so so this pandemic won't affect them in terms of uh in terms of their being waived, uh, the, the ACT being waived for 21 guys, um, but like I was saying uh, a minute ago, you have guys in 2021. Those guys are they, some of them are they're ready. They they don't they're done with the recruiting process. Uh, but this pandemic for that guy has pushed it back. He can't take his official visit. He can't really make a commitment like we talked about before without even being on the campus. And, and so you push him back. And so I think coach Jones talked a minute ago about guys falling in the cracks. So then what's going to happen is we're going to be chasing the 21 guys and that, that marginal guy, he probably won't get much attention because we'll be chasing the blue chippers uh, for a long range. Longer period of time, whereas they would have been signed already.
5: Yeah that that's what I that's what I was in that's what I was thinking uh, was going to be the case. Um, but when thinking about that and looking at that big picture. Um, you know, and, and then I wish we had somebody on from the division three, but even looking at a partial scholarship with the pandemic and a lot of the finances, you know, was, was cut out. Like uh, coach Jones was talking about earlier, not uh, being able to go to the big dance and all these other little perks that came along with that. Will there be some financial burdens that, that, athletes will have to experience um as far as if they if they don't receive a if they receive a partial scholarship
4: i mean i think that with with division one i mean for our team we don't give partial scholarships so um that won't really affect us too much but um i think that as far as financial burden i think the athletic departments are going to face some financial burden i think that you know athletic departments account on the revenue from NCAA tournament, hopefully, you know, is a long football season and you count on revenue from that. And I think that that's going to hurt the athletic departments um, tremendously. I mean, you look at uh, across the country, I mean, there's some athletic departments across the country that people are taking pay cuts for for a year and, and things like that. You know, um, I'm trying to knock on wood that doesn't happen here, but it, it, I see that happening across the across the country, you know, that there's athletic departments taking pay cuts and stuff like that. So, um, um. You know, it's a it's, this is a big deal. You know, for for the state that we're in right now, is a, is a huge, huge deal, and we'll see how we uh, come out of it. Also, there's some stuff that, like you know, that's happening with us. We just had a, I just had a conference call today. Uh, uh, me at conference call was that um you know, with the threat of football not happening, uh, some athletic departments are calling on basketball to you know play more guarantee games to to raise more money for the mid major conferences. And things like that so it's just a whole bunch of things that's going into this right now that I think a lot of people don't see behind the scenes and, and it's, you know it's, it's it's a tough situation that we're in right now
3: at the division two level we're all partial scholarships so depending on how this thing plays out and how long it goes it will affect our budget in some way form or fashion we just don't know yet
5: And, and, and that's interesting, and you know, because, you know, with um, these, the, you know, the two sports that's represented this evening, the football and basketball, uh, with these two sports being the two major revenue sports and college sports, um, you know, I wonder how this will also trickle over to some of the non-revenue sports. Have, have either of you been approached by, you know, the athletic department, you know, the AD or whatever? Um, and I know, I heard Coach Jones allude to something that talked about playing more games uh, to try to generate some more funds. Is, is that gonna be something like part of the normal?
4: I mean, I think you see some athletic departments, um, even, you know, you saw recently, uh, even in the seven five seven with the Old Dominion, they cut some, you know, cut some non-revenue sports. And you see a couple, you know, schools across the country cutting non-revenue sports to try to save some money on their their, their budgets coming up because, um, you know, it's, it's a tough time for everybody, you know, it's a tough time for everybody. And I think everybody's trying to figure out a way to, to figure it out and also, like you said, trying to, you know, figure out a way to, to salvage the, the the football and basketball, you know, even, that's what, do it, what what drives the athletic department.
2: And when you think about it, you, you also have to put, uh, you know, you have to put title nine into you have to factor title nine into it uh and so when you talk about cutting sports right and, and you know you're not going to be able to cut the the women's sports uh and not and not do anything <clears throat> and not do anything to the men's sports you know it's going to have to be balanced so i think it puts it puts athletic departments in a terrible situation They're already in a ter- terrible financial situation but when you talk about the decisions that they have to make to make sure things are balanced and equal, then that also, you know, that adds another twist uh, into it. I've heard of some, some programs already closing their doors, you know, and uh, like coach said, man, this is just a terrible place to be in, um, you know, from a financial situation for athletic departments, but, but just in our general society, like he also said, we're going to get through it. We're going to, as a, as a, nation we're going to get through it but you know it's going to be um it's going to be some some belt tightening across the board you know on all levels of, of of athletics and and even within our general society
5: now it's interesting that you mentioned belt tightening coach um as i think about that will you know based upon um, the NCAA's uh, little rule that came out, the waiver that came out about spring sports—will there be any athletes that may lose their scholarship or, uh, you know, lose their spot on the teams? That any of you know of?
3: I know on the Division II level uh, since we do partial scholarships. Those scholarship uh, student-athletes that will return in the spring will not count against your budget number for the year. So it won't affect anything on our level. And for the most part, that's the same
2: thing, is that, you know, the, the universities, I mean, they're going to honor those kids. It's, it's only, right, it's only fair. So I think across the board, they're going to do everything they can to make sure that, you know, that those kids are are taken care of.
5: well this this program was put together by a a group of uh, phenomenal ladies that uh, realized that they needed to start talking about sports as well as uh, my organization the parents coaching parents Network so one of the biggest questions that I had coming into this and you know deciding to put together this podcast was what can we do as parents at this point to help our children get through it? You know, work through the anxiety, get through understanding what's going on. How can we help them?
4: I mean, I think what you said exactly, you know, a lot of kids are going through some anxiety um, going through some depression, things like that. Um, You know, some for the, just for the seniors, there's a lot of, probably a lot of anxiety because you don't know what you're going to do next year. You know, you got scholarships what you're hoping for. You know, you haven't got that offer yet, you know, and you're kind of in limbo a little bit about where you're going to school uh, at next year. So I think parents gotta uh, try to be as supportive as they can uh, through these times. Like Coach Malone said, you know, we will get through it. And I know it's like a slogan that's, like, used across the country right now, but it's, like, it's the truth. You know, we will get through it. Um, how quick we get through it is another, another question to be po- proposed. But we will get, you know, we will get through This thing won't last uh, forever. Um, you know, We hope it's over in a, in a timely fashion, but also a safe fashion, too. So we hope that, um, you know, we can get back to a, a normal way of uh, a life. But I think that, you know, you can um, be a support to the kids. And, you know, those kids that are still, uh, you know, home, you know, try to stay active if you can, you know, exercise, do you know, do things like that. Try to do, stay active if you can. You know? So we'll get through it
2: the thing i uh you know in, in talking to my own kids uh as they face challenges uh, you know and, and i and i definitely respect that this is this is a a big challenge for a young man and, and his family because you know they and they sacrificed a lot over the course of a career and and here they are at this point with with all this uncertainty but the thing i say and, and i'm sure the other coaches on here say it to their team is hey man, control what you can control. You can't control any of this, right? And so if 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 your grades are right, you got total control of that, right? If 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 you're working out and putting yourself in the best position that you can, if like the things we talked about, sending videos, uh trying to reach out and communicate to coaches, uh, if if you do all you can do with all you have. Um, then that's all you can do. And, and as a parent, um, you know I think the encouragement to, to really get your son or daughter to see that—that that, listen, you you can't control if Coach Malone's like if Coach Malone likes your video, right? I don't care if we have got a pandemic going on or not. You can't control that. You can control though how you work. You can control. You can make sure that your grades are in order. That you're doing everything you can to be ready. Right. If Coach Malone all of a sudden calls you because because we made calls before and a guy wasn't ready, <laughs> you know, his grades wasn't ready or call him. And then I call the coach and the coach said, oh, no, don't mess with him. Right. And so I think it's important that that, you know, kids who have done their thing and done the right way, man, listen, that if, if you can go to sleep at night knowing that you took care of your business, then that means that God has a different plan for you, right? And uh, and and you can be satisfied as you roll down that, you know, down that road.
5: Uh, you know that that's uh and, and interesting that you uh, closed out on talking about down that road. You know, I, I've been reading a few articles and different publications and. They talked about a number of athletes that were, um, how can I put it? They 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 had this fear of going too far away from home, and they didn't want to do the travel thing. You know how an athlete would come out to Kansas from, uh, you know, from New York somewhere, or down to Florida, or someone would come to uh, Norfolk State. Uh, you know from the Midwest, but I was looking at an article that was talking about a number of athletes that have decided to stay closer to home. Have either of you experienced that or had an athlete change his mind based upon um, not wanting to travel as far? Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> Definitely run across that in, uh, in the recruiting field, um, even in Pennsylvania. You know, we are the only HBCU in Pennsylvania. So, there's a whole PSAC conference that kind of runs Pennsylvania. So, they kind of run the state as far as recruits. So, I was trying to recruit outside the state. We do run into, you know, a lot of guys just want to stay put, you know, stay close to home, stay a few hours. So, our roster reflects it.
5: Well,
4: we haven't run into those problems yet. Um, so, I mean, like. Well, I only have one scholarship available, so I guess it's it's a little different for me. <laughs> but uh, uh, we only have one senior on the team, thank God, and that, that helped a lot in this situation. That twelve out of our thirteen guys come back next year, so um, this is not the perfect time for this to happen. But for me, this is the perfect time in recruiting for this to happen because uh, you know I just got to pick one guy, and if I don't pick that one guy, then the other twelve I, that's coming back, you know, I think are pretty pretty solid, so it should be okay. But it, it hasn't happened with as far as the, the recruits that we're looking at as far as locality
2: um, as we yet. Of course, we, uh, we, we recruit players regionally, but then we also recruit guys from across the country. And and the challenge that, you know, that we present to guys is that, you know, you're in a place in your life where uh, definitely it's much more comfortable to to stay in your zone, right? That zone of comfort where you know everything and you know everybody and you know how it all works Um, but i think the challenge in life is to step out of that zone right the challenge in life is to is to to grow you know if you you just think about what you've all we've all heard about you know pushing out a nest if you don't ever get out of the nest you never gonna fly right and so we always challenge guys when we are recruiting from distance is that this is an opportunity to you know, to, to step out of step outside, what you know, as, as your comfort zone to step into a place. Now you have to do it with people that you trust, right? So you have to establish a relationship with the young man and his family and your family, that family has to trust you to give their son to you. But, but I think there's something unique about that. I think there's something unique about stepping out and we as coaches, we do it all the time, you know, cause, cause, uh, I'm from Texas, and I've recruited and I've coached in North Dakota and Kalamazoo, Michigan and Ohio and Arizona, and so we do it all the time, so it's familiar to us, and I know it's a challenge for young men, but that's kind of the way I present it. And
5: and But these are different times. We have to realize that these are different times, Coach, and you know, you have those moms or, or those old overprotective dads that uh, just went into a total panic during the time of this pandemic and was the first one up there to school at the school to pick up their child. So, so now to try to get them to step out and get into that comfort zone, I, I understand what you're talking about. And I understand how it allows him to grow and, and uh, mature. Um, But, you know, do you really expect that it's going to be just that easy to talk them into it or there's going to have to be a serious relationship building process?
2: It has to be a relationship because because, again, and this is what I tell parents, I say that if your son went to the school in the same town that you were in and something knock on wood and something happened, you're in the same town with him. I would get there before you would, right? I would get there. I would know about it before you would. And don't don't think I'm not discounting at all where we are now, you know, cuz I wouldn't got my son. Right? But when we get back to normal, when we get back to normal, <laughs> normal will be when we get back to that place, we still we still have to challenge our kids to grow. We still have to let them go. You know, we're still going to have to. I mean, you know, they, they're not going to be able to say what. It, so I, I think that, like I said, I know. uh, But they got some stuff right here. You can you can see their faces. You can see what they're cooking. You can follow them around the room uh, uh with the technology we have today. Uh, so so that, that'll still be my challenges is, is that we you know, we have to go back to the place where we were in terms of uh, growing and pushing ourselves out of that mess. I, I can
5: see, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And you know, that, that's, that's going to be a, uh, I think it's going to be a long process because uh, as you talked about, Getting back to normal. I don't think we really and truly going to get back to the normal that we once had. It'll I think a, we're always going to have that apprehension and, and be a little hesitant moving uh, forward.
2: What was that, Coach? It'll it'll be a new normal.
5: Yes, truly. I agree with you. I, I agree with you. Totally. I agree with you. Well, hey, fellas, you know, I I think what y'all laid out here tonight has definitely been a pleasure. Uh, ladies, y'all have anything to add or, or or you know, put put the spin on, put the twist on, because mamas look at it from altogether different perspectives.
1: I, I definitely have something that I need to ask the coaches. It's something that we always ask the kids and that's their backup plan. What they're going to do if they didn't have sports to play. So I'm coming to the coaches. What if we don't get back to them? What if we don't play sports anymore? What if we can't gather 20 and 50,000 people at one time? What is your backup plan as a coach?
4: That's a heck of a question. I'll answer that one. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want. I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a whole lot of folks I got to get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> you know, geez, that's that's a that's a heavy
2: hitter to end the to end the the, 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 the call. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I think that, and I, we if we had to if if we didn't have sports. Um, it'd be a, it'd be a crazy, it'd be a crazy existence for us all. But, um, what the coaches I'm on this, I'm on the call with, I'm sure what they do is they influence young men, they develop young men. And so we would just find a new place to be able to do that. And, um, you know, there's nothing like building character, like failures and winning, and there's nothing like, um, uh, growing a young man up than to put him in a place with with people who are struggling and, and and striving just like he is to reach a goal. You only you get that in sport. You get it in some other. You might get it in band, you know. Uh, but but it's 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 another level, you know, when you do it in sports. Um, so I, it'd be wow. It'd be something different if we didn't have sports. So I don't have a backup plan if no. coach somebody right. It's a, it's mm-hmm. it's it's said, so baby, hard. We don't have sports
4: for the 2021 season. That's different. But to not have sports ever again in life.
2: Yeah. Totally different <laughs> conversation. You just better get ready because I'm coming coach you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I, I was, you know, talk about it. it says, uh, do you do something else other than sports? You know, we want to teach our, uh, you know, i uh, I raised my son up and that's all he did was sports. And so when he stepped away from sports, he had to figure out who he was. He didn't, you know, he stayed and played this game every every day. But as far as figuring out what he what else he liked to do, he had to figure that out because he did sports all his life. And I didn't introduce him to nothing else. I didn't introduce him to music or nothing else. It was only sports. So I'm sure that's your life too. I think,
4: from you know, you try to go to school and things that have a profession, you know, um, you know, you play like when you have, a, when you're a young kid, you know, you play sports, it's like youth games, youth sports, and you all dream about being a professional athlete. Now, a lot obviously a lot of times that's unable to achieve um being a professional athlete. So you have a, have to have a backup plan, you know, whatever that backup plan is, whatever you majored in, you know, you go from there uh, for us, you know, it's like, uh, like I tell people all the time, I feel like I hit the lottery. Um, You know, it's, only 353 head division one basketball coaches and I happen to be one of them. So, you know, for me, you know, I've, I've reached, you know, a point in my profession that's, I guess, in a good space. And, um, you know, my, like, I don't, you know, the backup plan is, if there is these sports then I guess I would, you know, use my degree, which is in business and um, marketing, um, do something which I, you know, maybe I've done in the past. I used to work entertainment in the past. Maybe i try to jump back into that field. But, um, you know, it's, it, that's a tough question right there, you know, because it's a little different thing for us, being that we're professionals in this thing instead of, like, actually being a, a, a kid that's uh, amateur and hoping to be a professional one day, you know, I think it's a little tough.
3: Yep, I agree. Um, to chime in off of that, you know, us as coaches, we've been in that same place before, too. You know, I played Division One football. I bounced around the NFL, the CFL, and I found myself in the spot injured, like what am I gonna do now? You know the ball go flat one day, and that's what I preach to my kids. And you know I preach academics. We may, I make sure I stay on them guys all the time. That's why it's a tough time for me right now, trying to you know make sure they taking their uh, you know classes seriously. We just finished exams uh, this week, so you know it, it's a tough spot. But as long as you take care of business off the field, then you always always will have a plan B. up plan. Is there any Say it again. So I've been just listening.
0: I've been in the back, just listening. Um, Mr. Scott has been taking the lead and killing it with these questions. So um, my thing is this, I, I'm like, you know, um, I believe that with, with my son, with my children, actually, I, I worked on a plan B because it's like coach um, Smith said, you never know when an injury comes and you need to be prepared. Um, I think that football will sports won't be over forever. I think, Going into 2021 will be challenging. Um, I told my son and um, some of the young people that I talked to, we're at a place where the the playing field is leveled because you're going to see some guys who are just, they just don't have it in them to, um, I call them spoiled athletes. You know what I'm saying? They're used to um, going, I used to call I, call, I tell my son, the pretty gym. And they're used to coaches telling them to get up and do things. Here, I believe you're gonna see some guys who, who are hungry that, that didn't, um, that's taking this opportunity to get ahead. It's like, no one's gonna, no one's waking you up. Um, you're gonna have to make a makeshift gym. You're gonna have to be creative because this is what the coaches are gonna see. Who's really hungry? When, it, when, the, when the doors open, who's really gonna be ready? So um, I think 2021 is going to be really good because I I believe we're going to see some people that that was kind of in the back burner literally come um, to the front because even you know with my daughter for a moment you know she plays basketball and for a moment for that first two weeks she kind of just laid in the bed and I looked at her and she's a, she starts on varsity and I looked at her and I said so just because you don't you're not getting up going to practice or you don't have that pretty gym you're just going to sit here. And it was like reality hit her. I was like, you're going to have to put your mind to this thing and go, okay, I'm not going to sit here and let this defeat me. I'm going to get in front of it because every it's going to be interesting when the doors open. So no, I don't think sports is going to be canceled forever. I think a lot of coaches will lose their mind. I really do. I'm being honest. Like, you, like even in this house, <laughs> you're sitting here, like, he, no, he's so, no. Oh my gosh.
2: I don't know if you can see that, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm sitting say? here now, like, man, I'm, can some sports something be on TV right now? You mm-hmm. know, because we're a sports family, so yeah. But I, I believe you guys are. Um, I'm, I I want to thank you for checking on your athletes because you have a lot of athletes that are mentally. Um, this really is, is it's hard for them, you know, um, not having that, you know, they college was a safe Haven for some athletes. College was a safe Haven, you know, coaches were like dads to them, to some athletes, you know, they had to go back home to places that they thought they would never go back to. They thought, you know, from college, either I go pro or I'll get my own. So, You know, thank you to checking on the athletes and making sure they're okay. And I want to say to all the coaches out there, um, continue to do a great job checking on your athlete. You know, my daughter's coach, check on her and she's in high school. So and um, yeah, so that's kind of where I feel how I feel about everything. So this was a good show.
1: You know, I want to say one thing. I want to just, you know, appreciate you guys as coaches, because sometimes You get the other end of it. It's like, why you didn't play my son? You know, that was a bad call. You need to be fired, but I want to take this opportunity to thank you as coaches. When my son was trying to be recruited, I was praying for the coach, who was going to be the person that's going to mentor him to the next part of his life. So I just want to appreciate you guys, your sacrifice. (laughs) One day we're going to have you guys, uh, your wives on the show because you know, I want to know how the wife has to handle the house because you're dealing with a hundred kids. And how do you come home and separate a hundred kids to focus on your very own kid. And so sometimes the wife, they have to do the mother and the father role as far as allowing you guys to be coaches and bring home the livelihood, the paycheck and stuff like that. So you guys, I just want to, you know, say, I appreciate you guys. Uh, I appreciate your sacrifice. Sometimes we don't understand that when we're in the game, when we're hollering from the stands, we don't understand the <laughs> sacrifices you guys make, but we appreciate you guys. Thank yeah. you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you.
0: Well, this has been a great show. This is your girl, Shannon, at Can We Talk Sports. We are, um, man, this was good. So Coach Scott, thank you. Thank you for joining along with us, PCP. We We really appreciate it. And to all those who are watching, listen, share it because there's a lot of questions that are that are coming up um, about the NCAA and the rules and college and what's next. And is my kid gonna play? So listen, watch this show. If you guys have questions, I know you can go to the NCAA website to find out for more, um, for, uh, more information. And also if your kid is getting ready to go to college, um, get in contact with the school or the recruiting coaches to find out what they can do next. So this is your girl, Shannon, I can we talk sports. I'm here with my host.
1: Hey, this is Karen, but let let us let the coaches give us one last little saying to, to our uh, people who are listening. Let's let everybody um, just, just say one last little tidbit for each one. So how about starting with you, Mr. Scott, um, give your last shout out before we end the show.
5: Okay, well, hey, thanks and total appreciation from the Parents Culture Parents Network. Uh, we're live on um, a couple of different platforms Spotify and Anchor and various other platforms doing our podcasts on a regular basis. So check us out. Check us out on our Facebook page and PCP Network on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you. Appreciate you. All
1: right, Mr. Smith.
5: coach tim here uh
3: i just want to say thanks for you know having me on the show actually mr scott came to one of my seminars i did last year which is kind of the same thing i wanted to tap into you know the parents and the athletes and really preach to them you know each level of uh, the divisions and everything they can set themselves up for prepare for sat scores pretty much everything so uh shout out to you guys for you know doing what you do and Any recruits out there listening or watching, you guys can follow me on Twitter, uh, Coach underscore Tim Smith. Thank
1: you. All right, Mr. Jones, Coach
4: Jones. (laughs) Um, Just appreciate you guys for having me on. Um, You know, once again, you know, just reiterate, everyone stay safe. Uh, We will get through this. I know it's a tough time for everybody, Um, you know, and I know everybody This is a a sports player. Everybody wants sports back, and so do we. But we have to take our time and make sure this thing is done right. But um, you know, everyone stay positive, stay encouraged, and um, you know, hopefully, you guys will come uh, check out a game if you know whenever those games happen.
1: That for sure. All right, Coach Malone. Well,
2: I'm, I'm extremely excited and proud to be a part of the show. Uh, but I like to say to everybody, you know, this this pandemic is is something that uh, we can we can uh, count a lot of negative things but I think there's something that, that's very positive that has come from it, is giving us an opportunity as a society to, to make sure we understand this is a time for growth. I, I said something earlier uh, is that uh, if you look at the words opportunity is now here, if you look at it differently, it could say opportunity is nowhere, right? So uh, this is an opportunity, man, for us all, ladies, gentlemen, sports figures, uh and, and people who are not in sports, for us to rebuild ourselves, it's an opportunity. It's a time for us to push the reset button and start over in many ways. Thanks for again. Thanks again for having
1: me. That was powerful. Well, Shandy, you want to say goodbye again? <laughs> you
0: just want me to say? This is your girl, Shannon. Can we talk sports? (laughs) Thanks for joining us. You guys like to say, stay safe, stay blessed, and we will get through this. Have a great evening, and we will talk to you guys later.
1: Bye. All right. Bye, you guys. Have a good one.